When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos. It's a miniature sode. Mini. Yep. Mini, mini, miniature sode. A little <laughs> tiny sode. And we're going to get a little serious right on this little episode here. So we're going to not maybe not be quite as bubbly and excited as we usually are because there's some serious things afoot. Yes, I think that we're going to do the best we can to make the coronavirus funny. Yeah, so you might get offended. <laughs> so real sorry if that happens. Um, we both have some <laughs> opinions about the coronavirus. And yeah, so we're going to share them with you. And, um, you know, <clears throat> we are both living in this country and trying to socially distance as much as we can whilst still... Um, accumulating planner supplies. Correct. Um, yep. And groceries and all necessities. Well, yes. And groceries, of course. Um, yep. And Caitlin, obviously, we know works from home. Yep. So she was kind of like built for this life. <laughs> I know. I saw a meme the other day that said, you're saying my regular life is called quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Caitlin. Yes, girl. Aren't you sick and tired of not being able to find trendy and cute plus-size clothes? Oh, girl, yes. I hate only being able to buy moo-moos and tents. <laughs> well, those days are over because I just found the cutest online boutique. Wait, is it Chic Soul? Yes, how did you know? Because I already shopped there and I can't believe how adorable everything is. I know. I just got my first order and every single thing fit me perfectly. That never happens. Oh, I believe it. Chic Soul has tops, dresses, rompers, jeans, leggings, basically everything. And the clothes actually fit a plus-size woman between sizes 12 to 24. Exactly. They aren't just regular clothes made bigger. These are clothes that are tailor-made to fit plus-size bodies. And guess what? Chic Soul has teamed up with Spice Chaos to offer our listeners 15% off. That's right. Enter promo code SPICED15 to save 15% at ChicSoul.com. That's promo code S-P-I-C-E-D-1-5 for 15% off. Happy, Happy shopping. shopping. Well, Instacart will deliver here, but every time I go on there, it's like it tells me that the delivery is going to be in like two days. Yeah. Have you actually gotten a delivery from them? Because that's what it says from, from mine too, and I haven't even tried. Well, I don't know what they're I, – I don't know how to order groceries – for two days from now. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when I, I think order... I could do Costco. Like, I think I could do like my essentials at Costco, like two days from now. Cause I do yeah. like the meal planning and the things. Right. But most of the time when I'm about to order from Instacart, it's because like, <laughs> you're having I a really, craving. <laughs> I really need that ice cream like within two hours. So 
I'm also willing to order $30 worth of other stuff to go with the ice cream so that they'll bring it to me within two hours. Right. But I mean, at this point, okay, this is what you're going to get offended. I'm telling you. So here's a joke. Here's joke number one. You could order $30 of toilet paper with. Yeah, I know. With your ice cream. I mean, it's legit right now. Listen, during a normal time. When when life is normal, I often throw in expensive paper products with my ice cream because if you only order seven items, yeah, they will bring it in an hour. Let me just say, I've never been happier to own a bidet than in the current climate. You and that bidet, oh my god! I'm telling you, like, do you want to come over and use it? Like, it's I really don't. fine. I I don't. I cannot. I just. There is something to me, I guess because you guys are family, it's okay that there's like a thing that's like a stream of water that like washes all of your butts. We sanitize it. It's like you clean that part as well as the other rest of the toilet bowl. Like it's in, it goes in the bowl. Okay. But do you sanitize it after every use? No, you don't need to think about like in European countries, I know it's like a different setup, like it's a separate little bowl, but they have them in like hotels over there. So how many thousands of people have used those? I know. And the last time I was in Europe, I tried one. I tried one and I was severely confused by it. I, I just, oh. I did not know what I've was... never been happier. Well, <laughs> I, you know that all I want in my life is for you to be happy. <laughs> So, but I also, uh, everyone else is out here buying toilet paper and I'm like, oh, okay. I don't yeah. really need to do all that. Well, I, I really like toilet paper and I. That's not did, to say we don't use any, by the way, just I so know. we're all for the record. Yeah, I know that you do. Um, well, I have some, I have some toilet paper and I have Good. some paper towels Good. And I did go to the grocery store again today and stocked up on like canned food items and things right. that will last a long time so that if the crisis clears and we have some like leftover food, it's like non-perishable stuff that won't sure. go bad really quickly. Well, um, eventually it is going to clear. Eventually we are going to get a vaccine and it's going to be fine. Yes, this cannot <clears throat> be our forever normal. Oh, no, it definitely is not. And like already, I read an article, I can't remember which news source, but it was a reputable news source that said Wuhan, China currently is reporting very few new cases at this time. So if you're looking at the curve, they're on the downswing of the curve. Okay, so it's kind of like on the decline for them. And they were kind of the first to get it. So maybe there is like a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Yeah, Um, I'm going to say that the eight week prediction is a good prediction. I think that Personally, I do think that Trump's prediction of July to August is a bit excessive. Um, but I, again, I'm, I'm not in the healthcare profession, so I'm not 100% sure either. Well, and this is not to sound political. Right. Because no, I, 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 no, 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 not political I don't, at all. I don't want to sound political when I say this because I'm, I, I promise you I am not. I would say yeah. this no matter who is president. Sure, but how same. does he know? This is how, true. Like what data has he, he looked know? at? Right. Like, Seriously, how would he be able to, I mean, I would like to see his science degrees to tell me how. Maybe he got that information from the Surgeon General or something. That would be my guess. Okay. All right. Well, you're right. He might have someone else like giving him information. That's right. I'll give him that. He's got a cabinet. (laughs) 
He does. He does have people that do occasionally give him information. <laughs> correct um, information. Yeah. Yes. Co- yes. <laughs> Proper and correct information. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, I, so what is life like for you right now? Like, what are you, what are you doing so, right now? What, how, yeah. how are things different right now? So very few things are different <laughs> in my life because I am an introvert and I work from home. Um, I pretty much can't get Instacart right now. Um, and having my kids home while I'm trying to work from home has been different. Although it's nice because Brian has been home as well. So we kind of, you know, he helps out with that. Um, it's been difficult for me to focus on work. I will be 100% honest because I just want to like refresh the news and like see how many more cases are popping up in Multnomah County. Um, I'm one of those people with anxiety. And so I feel like if I have the information, I'm feeling better. Um, which may or may not be true. I'm not hundred percent sure if it's actually helping or not, but, um, what else? I'm a bit nervous that we are kind of sandwiched into between two larger States that have more cases. Uh, that's making me feel a bit afraid. <laughs> um, yeah. because Washington has, I think it's the number one reported cases. And then California is like, we're closed for business essentially. <laughs> Yeah. So that's making me feel a little bit worried. But in my county specifically, in Multnomah County, I live in Portland, Oregon, if you guys are unfamiliar or if you're new here. Um, we've only had, as of the last night, as of March 17th in the night, um, we've only had three reported cases. So I don't know if that's different. So in my general area, the cases seem to be small. And I feel like most people in my county are pretty aware. And so they're doing a good job of, you know, those hand washing practices and, you know, the social distancing and that kind of thing. So I, I'm feeling a mix of emotions. Um, it definitely feels kind of like a wartime climate. Uh, the grocery store craziness is kind of freaking me out. And my mom works at a grocery store and she's 62. So that is also kind of freaking me out. But it just feels weird. Things just feel like the same but weird, if that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> How are they feeling over in your neck of the woods? Well, I have not been paying attention to the news the same way that you have. Mm-hmm. And that may just be because I don't, I don't know. There was, there was a time several years ago when I paid very close attention to the news Mm-hmm. And then for my sanity, I just stopped. Yeah. So I have not resumed paying attention to things just because of this coronavirus stuff. Um, I don't want to be ignorant. I, mm-hmm. I really don't. Um, you know, I'm doing all of the things that I, I'm supposed to be doing. I'm washing my hands. Um, I'm homeschooling my children. Mm-hmm. We started that today. Um, that's obviously something that is very different because the schools are closed here. And um, in our last episode with Katie, I said, you know, that we were going to be going to school Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we were going to be out. Well, that didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided like four hours after we recorded that episode or something to just go ahead and close them. Yeah. Um, so it was just, it was very, very abrupt. And Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that feels really sad 
because I didn't even like get to say goodbye to my students. Yeah. And I have a lot of students that are seniors. And as much as I know that like high schoolers are probably like, yeah, we're out of school. Like, this is great. You know, this is their senior year. And yeah, all of these things that they're supposed to be experiencing their senior year, they're, they're missing out. And, you know, if by June we're still not like done with all of this quarantine stuff and we're not done with all of the social distancing and schools are not back open. And, you know, there's, there's some states that have already said we're closing schools for the rest of the year and, you know, things like that, you know, yes, they'll probably still be allowed to graduate if they make it through their online learning courses, but there won't be like a ceremony and, you know, all of the things that, you know, you're supposed to get when you graduate. And like, what about a prom? And yep, our school's you know, canceled prom. We do have a face-to-face prom and we've already canceled that. Yeah. We've canceled and, state testing, which is a face-to-face thing that we do. Yeah. Um, and like, um, you know, um, what, like sports, like all of mm-hmm. the sports, like basketball season and all of the things that they look forward to. And yep. Harrison was going to do spring soccer and that's been canceled. Yes. Um, Daniel, or- Daniel was in, um, little league and that's been canceled. Yep. In Oregon, um, our sixth graders have something called outdoor school, which is like a one week, basically school, like camp school at camp experience and Delilah was supposed to go the first week in April. They said it's been postponed, but like you're saying, if school isn't back in session by June, then she will miss out on that experience and not get to go, which is amazing. Um, I hope she gets to go because it's such an amazing experience and, or I hope that they let the seventh graders go next year. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's up in the air personally. I'm hoping that, so our schools are out until April 28th at this point. And just kind of looking at the data, I feel like that is kind of long enough to see like who's been exposed, where the exposure is coming from to be able to have students back in school. Um, Because again, like you're saying, I can't imagine students not being able to participate in some of these face-to-face things. And personally, and this may get me like in hot water with people, I hope not, but I feel like for the end of the school year, like closing schools all the way through the end of the school year just feels excessive at this point. Well, you know, based on what we know as of today, it feels excessive. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's true. um, You know, I feel like it was Nina that posted a meme in her stories and I can't quote it because I'm, my brain is is like completely mush right now. Right. But um, it said something like anything that we do right now will seem like too much. Mm. But then or anything that we do before the problem will seem like too much, but anything that we do after it won't seem like enough. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Um, that's an interesting perspective to have. Yeah. So it's kind of like, we won't know if all of this that we're doing is going to like, fix the problem until the problem goes away. Right. Um, I think I've been looking at some charts as well, kind of comparing our curve to Italy's curve. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we are kind of on par with where they were at um, at this point. I mean, we are a larger space. So I don't know if that, like, I don't know if you can really compare the two because the countries are different sizes. Um, So that's kind of difficult, but, and, 
And that makes me feel a little bit like they're a little bit of fear mongering as well, because they're not showing that full picture. Um, but I think once we see some more data over the next month to see where our curve compares to them, um, then we'll kind of have a better picture as to what it's going to look like going forward. Well, and I hope that we don't get to the same point or the same place as Italy. Yeah. Because um, Italy yeah. is, in a, is in a bad way right now. They are definitely in a bad way. And I, I want to um, send all of my healthful wishes and, and, and thoughts and prayers, even though that doesn't mean much, out to Italy uh, right now and all of our friends who are there. Hopefully this podcast is able to kind of brighten your days where you're indoors, um, if you're listening. Um, yes. For sure. But yeah, but I just, I don't know. Like I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm hopeful and I, you'll notice that I am ever the optimist. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. Like, I think that's kind of how I get through things. Um, so right now I'm telling myself that it will be, it'll be fine. Life will be back to normal. And I mean, at some point it will. They're saying a year from now we'll have a vaccine that works. So um, even if not everyone gets it, there will be herd immunity. So at least a year from now, everything will be at least beginning to get back to normal. But then what are the other impacts from that if this goes on for if this goes on that long? Right. And, you know, and I don't and I want for everyone that's listening to know that Caitlin being an optimist, I I know her well enough to know that her being optimistic right now is not her like belittling this situation right. definitely not I definitely um, take it very seriously especially yes. with, as someone with a respiratory illness yes she definitely <clears throat> does and I'm not even going to make fun of her asthma right now which is what I would normally do um. <laughs> but I was also I did some reading about that as well so and again I'm not a doctor so Nina if you're listening or any other doctors just let me know if I'm wrong <laughs> but what I read was that people who are not well controlled in their asthma those are the folks that are really going to struggle. So people who use their inhalers like on a daily or even weekly basis, people who are on steroid inhalers, people who still get those like bronchitis, pneumonia, that kind of things very easily. Um, And I don't feel like I'm in that category anymore. I used to be when I was a kid, but I feel like I'm generally a very healthy person at this point in my life. So. Well, well, good. Well, then that puts you on the, I hope maybe, maybe on the higher end of the at-risk spectrum. Yep. But I'm definitely yeah. still cautious because, you know, my mom works at a grocery store and she's 62. Um, so we basically can't see her right now, which sucks. Um, yeah. And I told her, like I told you earlier today, but I, she called her doctor today because of me and basically got a doctor's note from work because I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you still there? Yeah. Um, And I also just wanted to, on that same note, I know this podcast is a little bit kind of jumbled and all over the place, but I want to give like the biggest shout out to truck drivers and warehouse Mm -hmm. workers and um, grocery store workers, um, other teachers who are coming from brick and mortar and who are now having to do digital teaching, um, you know, doctors and other healthcare professionals. I just want to give everybody like the biggest shout out because you guys are the real ones right now. You all are on the on the front lines and making life as we know it possible. You are absolutely right. And today when I was at the grocery store, I actually thanked them in person. I was like, you guys are the heroes. Thank you for coming to work and thank you for being here. And then when I went through the line at McDonald's today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, you know, um, 
healthy organic dinner here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I went through the line. You got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah, I know, especially in times like these. Yeah. Um, so I went through the line at McDonald's today and I asked her, I was like, are you guys going to close? And she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I need my paycheck. And I was right. like, oh, okay, well then I hope that you don't. I don't think that the dining room though is open. No, I don't think any restaurants, and that's the same for Oregon as well. I think we're actually under under law. Um, the other day, I actually read a law um, that the, the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, put out that said it's now a class C misdemeanor to gather more than 25 people together. So oh, that's hot. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so if a cop rolls up and you're having like a shindig with more than 25 people, you're, you're going down. You're all probably either getting tickets or going to jail, which kind of defeats the purpose but if you're already gathered together with more than 25 people you probably you probably aren't really practicing safe health things anyway well and this is um so we can give everybody like a little preview of what is coming to them on monday Ooh, i know so our guest on monday is amber kemp gerstel and that is damask love oh love her. and she is one of the coolest people that I think that we have ever been privileged enough to talk to. Heck yeah. And she lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yes. She lives in Miami, Florida. And she says mm. that people in Miami are still just gathering and partying like nothing is going on. They are. I watched a video today of like a news anchor interviewing people down there. So now they've closed the beaches and closed all of the restaurants and bars. But this was during the day on the day when they were going to close everything and people were hanging out at the bars in the day. They were like, we're just going to get our day drinking on. Like if I get, if I get Corona, I get Corona. Um, we've had this trip planned for like two or three months. This is my spring break. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, I know. I know. So, but, but you know what? In their defense, Mm -hmm. I did go to Hobby Lobby today, but that's not the same thing. That is 100% not the same thing. And uh, I made a post about going to Michael's and I did a vlog. What was that on Friday about going to Michael's um, and people are shaming me about it a little bit. Um, But that walking into Hobby Lobby, being in and out, not touching anything, leaving your planners in your car, wiping them down, doing all of the safe things, washing your hands when you get home, um, like getting in and out of there as quickly as possible because you need (laughs) like this sounds so first world problems, but because you need your planner supplies is completely different than either gathering at PlannerCon, which happened recently or gathering at, um, you know, a bar for spring break or St. Patrick's day, which also went down Mm -hmm. totally different. Well, you know, people are definitely making others that are leaving their homes feel guilty about it. Yeah. And we're not even all on like stay in your house orders. Like, you have to be able to leave your house. And it's obviously the conditions are different in every state. Totally. And, um, you know, I am getting a little bit stir crazy. And there is a part of me that's like, yay, I just get to stay home. I don't have to go anywhere. But today I dealt with trying to figure out how, how to homeschool the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, that's another thing. When I talked to Amber today... Yeah. Um, she was also trying to figure out how to homeschool. Oh yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing any homeschooling situations until April 1st. We are on spring break right now. Right. Well, (laughs) see, you have, you have a little bit of a different situation than we do because 
I mean, our district was just like, okay, school is closed. And then like the next couple of days we're rolling out distance learning. And, um, um, you know, they've given us all these guidelines and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, as far as like my own children, uh let me just say, I am feeling the pressure of trying to teach my own classes from far away. Right. And teach my own children. Right. Because brick and mortar is not set up for that. Like I'm in a, a both fortunate and unfortunate place as an online educator um, because we are set up for that. But at the same time, we are looking at a huge enrollment boom after spring break. Uh, I think we are having a meeting. So again, don't quote me on that because I don't know exactly what's going to go down. Um, and we're not the only online education option in Oregon, but uh, there is there is an emergency meeting scheduled for most afternoons this week to kind of plan and see what's going to happen after spring break um, because parents still want their kids to have access to teachers and and all of that stuff. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about. I know that you had your first emergency meeting today. I'm yeah. curious about like what this is going to look like because it's very difficult for a child to start at a new school in the third quarter. So tell me what this is going to look like for well, students and their parents. Yeah, not to mention, like, we don't know what the future looks like. So are we going to have a bunch of kids that are just enrolled for a month? Are we going to have them through the end of the school year? Um, are we going to have to hire new teachers or support them, you know, still being employed in their school districts, but being able to use our platform we just don't really know. And our, so we as teachers are meeting and then our administrators are meeting and then we're all coming together on Friday to sort of make a plan. Tomorrow we're having an emergency meeting to share strategies for AVID um, because we are an AVID school and we do run tutorials. And if you're not familiar with what AVID is, <laughs> DM me and I'll let you know. But essentially it's a program that's most often run in brick and mortar schools, but we do it in online. And so we're being looked at as kind of like a leader in that area for people who want to keep that going during this time. Um, and so we're kind of supporting that as well and kind of sharing our our ideas there. But we don't know, like we don't know what it's going to look like, uh, but we're we're prepping and we're anticipating a big, big boom of students after spring break. That's kind of what we're gearing up for. So can't you just can't maybe I don't understand how it works. Yeah. Can't y'all just say no, like we're full? We cannot. We have rolling enrollment um, and I don't think that there is a cap at this point, uh, as far as I know. And again, I'm not a leadership person in my school. I'm not an administrator. So um, if if you hear that information and you want more information, you can contact my administrators and they can give you more up-to-date information. Um, But I don't think so. I don't think that we are at a place where we can cap that right now. Okay. Well, that's, that's frightening. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. well, and it's, it's kind of frightening too, because we're in a pretty busy season. So we're going into forecasting season, which is a pretty big job in itself. So we're basically placing all of our kids, our current students and returning students for next year in their classes for next year. So we're going through and doing all of that. Plus we were going to have state testing um, plus, you know, our regular day-to-day things and end of year tasks. So now we're adding this other giant thing. So that feels a little bit scary. Um, Plus, now all of us who are parents have our kids at home. So it does feel a bit overwhelming, but I am 
thankful that I work in an online platform where I'm not afraid that I'm going to lose my job. I'm not afraid um, that my job won't be there when I return. I know that school has to continue and we may be one of the options that people choose going forward. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, school has got to come back. I mean, it's not, it's not like, right. It's not like, you know, brick and mortar school is going to go away forever. Right. But I think that this will drastically change people's opinion on gathering in crowds. I think that at least for, I don't even know how long I can't make a prediction on that, but for some time after this, I bet you people are going to like be wary of, you know, when someone sneezes or coughs or uh, being in crowds for large periods of time. Like I'm even nervous about, um, you know, the potential of what go wild is going to look like. It looks like, and again, don't quote me on this because nothing's been fully announced, but it looks like it's going to potentially be rescheduled or that's what they're trying to do. Um, But like something like that, I would even, like looking at that, I would be like, okay, well, I need to stand this far away from people or I'm going to scoot my chair back or I'm going to hand sanitize and do all the things before I go in. So I think yeah. that it's really going to affect our culture. And there are people out there that I think are going to stay with our school because they're like, well, I know my kid can't get sick here. Just like the climate after like a major school event, like a school shooting or something. They're like, I know my kid is safe here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm really wondering if this whole ordeal is going to totally change the world. I kind of hope so, because I feel like maybe this is just my perspective as someone who lives in the United States. But I feel like we take a lot of things for granted, including our health or including our access to things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hope that, you know, it kind of creates a more welcoming and grateful nature in at least the United States, if not worldwide. Uh, because I don't, I'm not familiar with other cultures to really be able to speak on that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, I am extremely ignorant of other, of other cultures and how they, yeah. you know, their access to things. And I know that there are other cultures in other countries that have different access to healthcare than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just know that I'm just, I'm feeling really. I'm feeling really empathetic and sympathetic right now for people who work in industries that are closing and they're not going to be able to work from home or mm-hmm. they're not going to get paid anymore because their job is closed or they're right. or people you know, who survive on tips like those, you know, restaurant yeah. workers. That's yeah. got to be scary. I know. And I, I just it's just a it's just a really scary time. And I know that normally this podcast is light and funny and we talk about like funny things, but (laughs) this is, this is what Caitlin and I are, this is what we're all living with right now. Yeah. And, you know, I said at the beginning of the show, kind of at the top, like, how are we going to make the coronavirus funny? And, you know, even I was not able, I'm not able to do that. <laughs> right. Well, I think we slid some jokes in there. And again, well, uh, don't give me it. Don't give me any, any backlash. Like, give me your feedback. Like, DM me all day long with your feedback. But don't, well, just I don't, don't, be, don't be rude. I don't really think that you've said anything all that inflammatory. I mean, I think that there, <laughs> I think that it's possible that there's going to be people that are really not okay with the fact that I went to Hobby Lobby today. And I think well, that they'll. Well, I'm going on Monday. Let me just say well, that I will be in there on Monday the 23rd. <laughs> There'll also be people that are not going to be very happy with the fact that I'm probably going back tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 
But again, I feel like you're in and out. You're doing your good hand washing. You're probably like the only person in there other than the people who are working. I mean, I don't know what your experience was, um, but I'm guessing there's not that many people out right now. So I don't think you're taking that big of a risk to make a quick trip there into the grocery store. And you have well, like you have to get groceries. You have to. Well, I didn't <clears throat> see very many people in Hobby Lobby. Um and I didn't get close to anyone. Like I, I did not get within. So like, you're, you're doing yeah. what you need to do. Um, and I didn't touch anything in Hobby Lobby that I didn't buy. Right. And um, I know that this isn't necessarily about like you or I like getting the coronavirus or and that kind of thing, because the chances of us getting it and getting the complications that are life-threatening are relatively low. And I know that most of this is to protect those fragile people, as well as to protect the healthcare system from not getting overwhelmed, as well as to protect the virus itself and not like mutating and going crazy. Um, so I, I get all of that. I get the bigger picture, but you, I also feel like number one, <clears throat> the shaming has got to stop. Like, if you see somebody leaving their house, that is, that's their thing. And you don't know what their situation is. You don't know where they're going. You don't, you don't know what they, you don't know what's going on for them. So the shaming around that, unless, unless they're like in a bar or, you know, crowded on a beach or whatever, I think the shaming has got to quit. And then number two, I think that like, as long as you're practicing your social distancing and like doing the best you can, that's all people can expect from you is to do the best that you can. Well, I mean, and I just really, really needed that leopard strap. I hear you. I also need it. So I'm going to Hobby Lobby. I'm getting the leopard strap, the discs strap, that uh, crystal vibes, I think is what it's called, planner and the monthly planner, grabbing those things and leaving. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I saw a few things in there today and I looked at them and I was like, can I wait on these because the planners don't start until July. So I don't actually need them. And I, you know, if I was smart, I probably would have just grabbed everything like right then. Yeah. But, you know, I just, and, um, one of my friends, um, her name is love Dolce plans. She, um, really wants that strap too. And, mm -hmm. um, she asked me if I, if I was planning to go back to Hobby Lobby, would I pick it up for her? Mm -hmm. So since I am planning to go back and they do have another one, if they still have another one tomorrow, I'm going to grab it for her and just send it out to her. Right. Um, and I'm even going to go so far as use my debit card and then put it in a plastic bag and then sanitize it when I get home and like immediately use hand sanitizer all of that. Like I'm, I'm going to go so far as to do all of those things. So it's not that I'm going out and being reckless, but like I'm planning and that kind of thing is also part of how I make income to feed my family. So it's a hobby and I love it. And it also brings me a lot of peace during this time, but putting out YouTube videos um, and that kind of thing and posting on Instagram allows me to number one, continue to provide entertainment for people right now, which I've gotten lots of comments about. And then number two, it helps me to support my family with income in these scary times. So it's, it's kind of like, a, it's like a job for me to go in and like have to get the newest things right away, if that makes sense. Well, and it's just, <clears throat> so you know, taking it down to a little bit, let's take it down to lighter town, like light, <laughs> lightville. 
Let's take um, it to Light Town. Let's take it down to Lighter Planner Town. Yeah. Um, is that a place? I think it is now. Um, I wish. So what I have been doing during this social distancing quarantine time is cleaning my house. Nice. And I kid you not, it took me 48 hours to clean my craft room. Dang, I remember that. I was coaching you through it. I know. And I'm, I'm not, I, I, it did not take me like a full 48 hours. Like, right. Of a steady, like, I worked every second of 48 hours. But I started it on a Sunday and I didn't finish it until late Monday. Mm-hmm. And as a person who suffers from depression. Yeah. Sitting in this room with all of my planner stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. it seemed insurmountable. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. every single task was difficult. Yeah. And I had Caitlin, like, I was texting her and I would say, okay, what should I do now? And she was like, mm-hmm. find all the classic discs. And I mm-hmm. was like, wait a minute, you mean the classic discs that are on the planners? And yeah. she was like, yeah, get the ones that are on the planners. And I was like, what about the planners that are like out of date? And you were like, yeah, the planners that are out of date, <laughs> rip those suckers up and get the discs. Get, well, I figured me- that would give her just like a job to do, you know? Yeah. Show me the discs. Let's see them. So mm-hmm. I started at one side of the room because I kid, I'm not kidding guys. There were planners all over this room. I mean, like mm-hmm. there were happy planners in every crevice of this room. Yeah. And did I feel ashamed? Not even one time. I did not even feel embarrassed at the number of discs and planners that I have in here because buying planners and planner supplies makes me happy. I do not care if I end up with three different horizontal planners for 2020. I Because you can switch them out. That's the beauty of the happy planner. I like it and it makes me happy. And as I was ripping them up, and realizing, oh, this one was pretty and I didn't use it. Wah, wah, that's a shame. Like, right. yes, it was sad. And I was sad that I didn't get as much use out of that one as I wished that I had. But I I recycled all of the pieces of paper. <laughs> yes, get it. Yes, that I was like, you know, pulling the guts out of these planners. I kept all the discs and all the covers. Mm-hmm. And if they were planners that I had used and put together as like a Franken planner, then I pulled out all of the dashboards and folders mm-hmm. and like little inserts and things that I had put in yes. and I made piles of things. Mm-hmm. And before I considered the task that you gave me finished, I organized all of the things that had come out of those planners. I put the paper and like the extra, um, like the guts and stuff in a box so that I could take that to the recycling center Mm-hmm. And I finished the task completely and it took me like two and a half hours. Yes. So proud of you. But I had three empty drawers and three completely organized fabric bins. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was Good done job. with that. Now, then I started on furniture and I rearranged like all of my filming area and my desk area and like my sticker area. And I mean, like I, I gutted the room. Yes, it looks it looks beautiful, you guys. She sent me a whole video of it. it looks lovely. It is the most beautiful space, and mm-hmm. it is not beautiful and crisp and white and like minimalist like some people's craft rooms. Yeah, but that's not for everybody. Okay, this my craft room is not Kita's. Right. 
because Kita has the most beautiful craft room I believe I've ever seen. Yeah, she does. Um, Mary Ellen also has a very beautiful area where she mm-hmm. plans. Heather Kell um, has a beautiful space. Yes, she does. But I believe that Heather's gets kind of messy like ours does. <laughs> she just uh, pushes stuff out of the way like the rest of us for those beautiful photos. Yes, yeah. She takes like a pretty picture of like a corner of it every once in a while. But yep. if, I, if I know Heather, I think that she's similar to us and that when she plans, she gets a little messy. Yeah. Um, which just, you know, I, Mary Ellen and Keita probably do too. They just, uh, you know, I, well, I don't know about Keita. I mean, Keita is pristine. She's just yep. amazing. Yep. Um, but I just know that the room is very clean now and I'm going to be using it for the homeschooling and I'm going to be using it for the online teaching and just all the things and I have a whole new filming space, so I'm ready now to get back into the YouTube game and Yay! make some videos and um, do some plan with me's. Um, Heck and yes. how are you? Are you writing in your planner during these days that we aren't doing anything? Honestly, this week I didn't plan. I didn't. Uh, I had hauls and stuff, and like my shopping blog went out, so I mm-hmm. didn't put up a plan with me or plan this week Mm -hmm. I just I'm in this place where I kind of feel like I'm in shock almost like like I'm saying at work like I can't focus on like really work I'm just kind of wanting all of the information and I feel like it's almost the same with like my planner like I can't really focus on like what am I what am I planning you know like what what's going to happen next is, is kind of what I'm thinking so I don't like I guess I could put in there like my list of chores and stuff but I just, I don't, I don't know what to put in there. <laughs> like yeah. I could make a pretty spread, but I almost even feel overwhelmed with that this week. So that's where, that's where I'm at this week with that. But I am going to do a setup of that gorgeous squad life planner for April. So oh, nice. That'll be good. Yeah, that will feel really good. Um, And I'm just, again, hopeful that we will, we'll all be, we'll all be good to go soon. I did want to give a quick shout out though, to the admins of the go wild group because Jeanette, yeah, um, Cindy is one, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everyone, like everyone else, even if we're not naming you by name, I just want to give like a huge shout out to you because I know that they must be under some like incredible stress right now. And all of the updates that I have seen in the group is that they are going to bat for us. Um, I know that it's been difficult for them because they have contracts with the hotel and with vendors and, you know, speakers and that kind of thing. And, you know, 1500 people (laughs) bought tickets. So um, that's gotta be really, that's gotta be a huge challenge and a huge task, but I think that they have, you know, our best interests at heart and I, I don't think they're going to like do us wrong on, on how the outcome of this. Yeah, they have, they have been really great and you know, they're giving us an update now, like every day. Yep. So, and that's, that's really good. I think that one of the things that is so tough right now is just the not knowing. And, well, and the policy of the hotel, I think has been the biggest hang up. From right. What and, I've I, seen. and I don't even mean like the not knowing about go wild. I think right. that the hardest thing right now, just in the world is just the not knowing, like the not knowing, you know, can I go to Hobby Lobby? The not knowing, right. you know, if I order a pizza, is it going to show up? Um, you know, can I order from Instacart? Like, yeah, um, you know, well, what I have been doing in my planner this week. So I did sit down and make spreads. Yeah. Um, now, right now, my happy planner has like my work spread, my social media spread, my catch all like it's got everything in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because I made a spread for work, but I have no yeah. idea what to put in it because the nature of my classes are not like it's different. Yeah. Like the, it's really, I, I'm not really sure how I'm going to go about teaching film online. Yeah. Um, well, maybe, maybe I should put up like how I format my planner for online teaching and instruction. Maybe that would be helpful to people right now. Yeah, I think it really would. <laughs> but so I did a spread in my teacher planner and I think I'll post that on Instagram tomorrow mm-hmm. um, because it's still a before the pen because I haven't written anything in it. Yeah. Um, and then I did my catch all spread um, in kind of a greenish tone for St. Patrick's Day. And yeah. I've been writing in it, but I have only been writing in it in the evening after the day is done. Right. So, kind of more like memory keeping almost. Yeah. It's just been kind of like, um, so if that day I did the, you know, if we did, if we cleaned Hannah's room and I did the craft room, then I've been putting like, you know, lunch was at, you know, one o'clock and, you know, like mm-hmm. just, just so that like I can fill out the day. But I'm not putting anything like, okay, so tomorrow I'm planning to, like, overhaul our den. Right. And the dogs live in our den right now and like, their crates and the treadmill is in there. And it's just basically like a hodgepodge of stuff and it's just a mess. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I'm honest, there's, like, two or three HelloFresh boxes that are just, like, sitting in there (laughs) that need to be broken down. Yeah. Um, those boxes are huge, man. They like, are. And they have a lot of crap in them. Like those ice packets. Like, yes, I, I they weigh those like ice packets. And you can't you put them down the them? sink. No. You have to put them in the garbage because they have like, I feel like toxic material. They say it's not, but it feels like it to me. Well, I don't open them up or anything. I just put the whole thing in the garbage just like it That's is. what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to open it up and like pour it down the sink, but I just don't feel right about that. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. That makes me very worried. So I've never yeah. done that. I've always just thrown them away. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm glad that we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't come for us, you guys. Like, stop it. Yeah, be nice. We're all in this together. Just do the next right thing. If that's not what you do with your HelloFresh box, then please do not come to my house and fuss at me because I'm just trying to to live. We're doing the next right thing. That's all. But seriously, like those boxes, as you know, I keep saying as a depressed person, look, as a depressed person, those boxes are very challenging for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's like three of them in there that need to be broken down and all of that crap needs to be thrown away. And, um, you know, it's just a mess. So that's what we're doing tomorrow, but I'm not putting any of that stuff in my planner right now because like, what if something happens and we don't get it done? Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's bad to put stuff in your planner that you don't get done, but I just mean like, well, Heather did right. Or she not right. Heather did make a video today of what to do when things get canceled in your planner. Maybe it wasn't today. Maybe it was the other day, but she did. She has a video up. So You'll yeah. Know what to do. Yeah, I know. I can slap a canceled <laughs> sticker over it because I have tons or of those. You could just scratch it out. We can just or, do that with our pen or I too. Could, you know, or I could do like I do with everything that I put in my planner that I don't get done and just ignore it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, how many months? Seriously, there was like three months that I wrote "Call the Eye Doctor" in my planner and didn't do it day after day after day after day. Like I wrote it in there every day for like three months and still didn't do it. Yeah, but so, I think writing it in there almost feels good. That to me, anyways. Yeah, it feels good, but then it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it does not ensure that it's going to get done. Yeah, so, and I think that's okay. But what I'm hoping is that by the time I go to bed tomorrow night, I'll be able to write in my planner that you know I broke down HelloFresh boxes and I moved the dog crates and I moved the treadmill and 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to, I want to turn the den into like a downstairs place where I can actually hang out mm-hmm. so that I'm not always upstairs and Andy's always downstairs. I would like for us to be on like the same floor of the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the kids can just go back and forth between the room where he hangs out and the room where I hang out because we don't watch the same stuff. So sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this episode has been all over the place. It has been a little wild. And um, we're sorry for that. We had no plan. None. But we do hope that you all are staying safe. And um, even if we made a joke or even if we are planning to go out into public, please know that, like, we both take this very seriously. And, again, even even if we potentially are not going to get sick and die, we recognize that, like, there are bigger things at stake here. So, yes, I am taking this very seriously and um, I am trying to do my part as a teacher and a mother and a now a homeschool teacher. And yeah, um, you know, it's affecting our lives and it's affecting everybody's lives in a little bit different way. And also the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we are all experiencing the same thing in a different way. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. And I just wanted to also put out there that if you're a regular ed teacher and you need strategies or like free resources or something, please let me know. I'm, I'm totally more than, um, more than willing and able to help out. So DM me. Um, I, there are things that are proprietary that I can't share, but anything that I have made or found, I'm happy to share with you. Yes. And if you are a regular civilian that has found yourself now at home with your children, having to teach them things, get in touch with us if you would like some help, because we can also help you with that. Totally. Yeah. I'm not definitely not an elementary school teacher, but it can definitely point you in the direction of people who can. Um, Heather Kell had some really great resources on her Instagram stories. Yes, so that's she did. A great place to start. And you know what? ABC Mouse is free right now because of the COVID 19. Yes. And there are some other like learning boxes mm-hmm. that you can get to at a great discount. Yeah. So, um, you know, just get in touch with us. I know that there's a code for that ABC Mouse, and I don't have mm-hmm. it off the top of my head, but if you get in touch with me, I will give it to you. Right. Or just teach your kids life skills. Start working on sewing and cooking and how to pay your bills and stuff. um, You know what? Teach your little ones how to pour. Yeah. See, there's lots of fun stuff Mm -hmm. you can do. I don't know how much content we're honestly going to focus on over this time. Yeah. Like um, get some beans out of your cabinet Mm -hmm. and pour pour them into a cup and then have your child pour them into another cup. Like teach your kids how to pour. And what happens when they end up on the floor? That sounds terrifying. (laughs) Then teach your kids how to sweep. Yes. (laughs) That's right. Life skills. Teach your kids how to run the laundry and separate the clothes. Kids know colors. Kids can separate the whites from the colors. And they love to help. My two are always like, what can I help with? What can I do? My (laughs) daughter loves to dust. She loves to take that dust rag and wipe stuff down. Mm-hmm. So there are things that you can teach them that they need to know that you can teach them at home that they can't learn at school. Yep. So, and we are all in this together and yep, we're going we, into the unknown. Yeah. And <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we are. And thank goodness for Disney plus. I mean, uh, Oh my gosh, it's saving my life. We've already watched. What is it? Okay. What's the one about the feelings inside out? We yeah, watched I love cars on repeat. We watched. Uh, what else did we watch? We watched Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Disney, or no, uh, Frozen, Frozen Two. 
We watched Shrek. That's not on Disney Plus, but <laughs> we've watched so many things. Um, well, also, this is another nice little tip for people. Starting today, the day that you are listening to this podcast, Universal is going to be showing their in-theater movies streaming on Amazon, Netflix. <gasps> oh. Like, yes, I think they're going to cost $19.99 a piece. But nice. almost, no, I said Netflix, but I'm wrong about that. It's like, okay. you can get it on Google Play, iTunes, mm-hmm. Amazon, like all the places where you rent movies, you will now be able to rent the movies that are in theaters. So nice. some of the ones that I'm thinking of are like The Invisible Man, The Hunt. Oh. Um, yeah, a lot of the movies that are in the theater right now are going to be available starting today. Mm-hmm. to rent so no one's going to the movie theaters right now but you can still have a movie night at home with your family and watch yep. the stuff that's in the theater I think it costs 20 bucks right and there are lots of resources that are out there right now that are becoming available for people who are maybe struggling with um, or concerned about upcoming finances and that kind of thing so definitely check with your state legislator or call your congressperson and kind of find out what's available out there for you Yes. So things are different, but we are going to learn how to get used to a new normal. And you can always guarantee that Spice Chaos will still be here twice a week, just like always, because Heck we, yeah. we're socially distancing ourselves all the time from each other, Caitlin. Like That's have, right. I know. I know I don't yeah. get to hug you on April 23rd. No. I know. I know. But you know what? I'm sending you a socially distancing distance hug right now. I'm like, sending you the biggest internet hug ever. <laughs> Yes. And the other day my mom was leaving my house and I was like, I'm giving you an air hug right now. Oh yeah. Because like, even though like they're family and we've been around each other for the last few days, like we're still trying to, you know, just, we're just not doing the things. So everyone out there, please stay safe. And I hope that you have some kind of weekend and, um, that you're still managing to listen to your podcasts and have some kind of like normal life. And, um, you know, on Monday morning, whether you're heading into work or whether you're sitting at home in your home office working remotely or whatever you're doing, you will hear us with Damask Love. And we are very excited about that. So Mm -hmm. that is right. Amber will be here and she is awesome. Yeah, she is. um, Yeah. Everyone have a great weekend. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you in the next one. Yep. Bye, friends. Bye.